0: What's up, guys? Welcome back. Coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, your host, David Chandra. Jill is on as well, too. But we have a brand new episode today. We have a brand new guest joining us from Midwestern and Arizona, our first guest from out there. So let's introduce her. But before that, Jill, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing, what you've been up to. I know you're back on campus and class, summer classes have started. So what's been going on?
1: Yeah, so um, summer classes have started, uh, full swing now, so I've been studying, keeping up with classes. Um, also, I kind of get a break day in between classes, so that's nice, too. I still have a little bit of relaxing time. Um,
0: nice, nice. Um,
1: yeah, so the fun fact for today is that there are nine podiatry schools in the U.S., and there are they are currently working on making one in Texas.
0: They are, so, so we're we're at the lucky number 10 now, right?
1: Yes, we are. So we're for growing those... in numbers, which <laughs> is great.
0: That's what we like to hear. But for those of you who might not know what those nine schools are, you can either Google it or somewhere along this episode, we'll drop all nine for you. So I go to Kent <laughs> State College of Podiatric Medicine. Jill, where do you go?
1: I go to Shoal College of Podiatric Medicine.
0: And like I said earlier, our guest goes to Midwestern University. Uh, in Arizona, which is the other podiatry school out there. And she'll tell us a little bit more about that. So let's get it started. And uh, let's uh, have our guests introduce herself to the listeners.
2: Hello, my name is Marcel Alta. I go to Midwestern University, ASPOD. Uh, I'm class of 2021. I'm Uh, happy to be with you guys today.
0: Awesome. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for joining us. It's it's different to finally get someone outside of Kent and outside of Shoal. So thank yeah, you for joining we us. We are so happy
2: to have <laughs> you on. <laughs> I'm happy to be with you guys today. Thank you for having me.
0: For sure. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, how your past couple of months have been going. I know you're also on externships, just like the rest of the fourth years are. So how has COVID kind of affected your externships? And your past couple of months or if you've been able to go to a couple externships. So tell us a little bit about that experience.
2: So when COVID kind of hit us hard, I was at JPS for the month of March. Okay. I was I was like two weeks in and then they completely shut down the hospital and they were like and then we got an email saying that you guys cannot come back. Wow, okay. So it was it was like panic mode. I'm like, what is going on? What do you mean not coming back? <laughs> like, is this a yeah. spam email? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it was sure enough, like I was back in Arizona and then the school started to like contact us. And then so I've been I've been actually home April since since I was laid off on GPS, <laughs> two months two weeks from March and then April and May we've been doing didactic the school offered us just to continue schooling they called it non-contact clinical education
0: nice I like that I like that terminology
2: (laughs) but now I'm finally back on rotation
0: so where are you at right now
2: Phoenix VA
0: okay so how's that been you've been there for two weeks now or this is your second week
2: Uh, correct
1: yes
0: okay So for those of you who might not know, the hospital that uh, Roselle mentioned earlier was uh, JPS, which is John Peter Smith Hospital in Dallas, Texas. And fun fact, once again, our interviews for podiatry school are actually in Dallas, Texas, which is known as CRIP. So another fun fact for you guys that you should be aware of if you're in podiatry school or thinking about coming to podiatry school. A lot of us fourth years are looking forward to that. Uh, I'm sure you are too, right? I can't
2: wait to be a resident
0: organically. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about how you came into podiatry, where you went to undergrad, what your major was, and what sparked your interest into medicine. I know we'll get to your four years, your past three years at uh, Arizona, at Midwestern, uh, later on in the episode. But tell us where this all started, where your interest began.
2: So I went to Arizona State University, ASU. I majored in forensic sciences. I always knew I wanted to be a doctor. So back when I come from, which is Iraq slash Jordan, okay my family moved a lot. So to me this is home. But yeah. you guys get the idea.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we only we don't have much certification our healthcare system. We only have doctors norms that's about it so when I came here I knew I wanted to be a doctor and then I I still remember before I go to ASU I went to college and then my advisor told me so what 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 do you want to do and I told him I want to be a doctor and he's like are you sure why and I'm like what do you mean why I want to be a doctor like why are you questioning it because back home, nobody asks you why. It's your GPA that determines yeah. what you do. So when he asked me why and he wanted me to justify it, I was like, I was surprised. So I always reflect on that. It was hard for me to figure out the education system. I'm thankful for how far I came. And that there is still a lot more to learn. So when I was in ASU, I there was like an app group from Midwestern University that came over. Mm-hmm. And they, were, uh, they had a student from every program in, in at Midwestern, and one of the students was podiatry. And then he started talking, and I remember I was so confused. I'm like, oh, a doctor, residency. <laughs> I was so confused. And then I, I still remember, and so vividly, I went um, student-doctor network. Yeah. It's such a big network with a lot of resources, yet so little about podiatry. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, when do I learn about it more? I'm like, I need to hear more about it. Yeah. All, all I was able to find was, it was the secret German medicine. Anyway, long story short, I signed up into an emergent program Midwestern has, as pod, And when you, it's like a three-day program, you spend it with a podiatry student, first and second year. And okay. so I learned more about the program and... Some of it was also personal. My, my grandpa was diabetic. So when I learned about wound care and limb salvage, that also sparked my interest. My grandpa lost his limb due to um, diabetes. And as a kid, like he used, he was, he used to play with me, which yeah. was traumatic. So when I learned about that part of podiatry... I was like, I'm, I'm meant to be a podiatrist.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. tough, especially when it's a family member that you have to see go through something like that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I know you mentioned that you had that opportunity to go uh, essentially shadow, right, that podiatry student?
2: You spend, You don't shadow them. You spend the day with them. You okay. Like, yeah, you go like 8 a.m. until whenever the classes are done. Okay. Um, which is usually around 4 p.m. from the summer. Okay. And then mm-hmm. they tell you. Like, you basically get to spend the day with them. You see the classes that they take. You sit down in the classes, the lectures. Um, lunch break, you spend it with them. They take you on a tour around the campus. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, so, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we never really had something like that at Kent, but it's cool to hear that. So what about you, Jill? Yeah. Is there anything like that at Shoal? Or?
1: Yeah, no, we, we didn't have anything like that either. So that's really cool to hear that they offer that. Um, were you able to get any um, shadowing experience before you actually applied for pediatrics podiatry school?
2: So the same student who told me about the immersion program he helped me find um, a podiatrist to shadow. I was actually able to shadow two female podiatrists, which, were, which was...
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I,
2: I feel it was good because one of them didn't, like, she was not a mom. So you get to, and the other one was a mom with a family. So you kind of get to see. At the time, I was still, so, I didn't have a family. I was not a mom at the time. So it was good to see, like, both sides mm-hmm. of the women. How can I fit in?
0: Yeah, Definitely. That's good. So, um, when you applied to podiatry school, um, where, which schools did you apply to and where did you interview at? Did you go to like all the schools or just some schools or did AZ pod be the school for you from the very beginning? Since that's the one program you knew from the start.
2: I, I don't quite remember if I applied to all of them. Okay. That was like back in 2014, but I know I applied to Shoal and I actually had an interview there.
0: Okay. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. yeah. I Yes. It was insane. I The interview was great. I only had positive impression from the school and then I didn't get in because of my MCAT.
0: Uh, and I'm okay.
2: saying that to inspire other people. Gets... Yes. It <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, and then I, that's when I decided to do my master's and then I got married Yeah. and then I'm like, yeah, that's why God didn't <laughs> let me get in. And the first, like, He had other plans.
0: Yeah. So reality so hits you math, pretty yeah. hard then.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: yes. So what did you, so you said you took a master's in the time off, right?
2: Correct. Yes. Where was
0: your master's at? At
2: Midwestern.
0: Oh, I was at Midwestern. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What yeah. was it in?
2: Uh
1: biomedical sciences.
0: Okay, you guys have that as show, right, uh, Jill? Like, yeah, we're... so
1: we have a similar program as well. Um, well, I'm not sure exactly how it works at Arizona, but um, at our school we have a biomedical sciences program where you get your master's in biomedical sciences and then you have an opportunity to assimilate into the MD program that we have at our school. So it, it works that way. Here. So
2: when you say assimilate, is it
1: like an
2: automated interview or automated acceptance?
1: I think it is a automate. I'm, I believe it's automated interview. So okay. Same yeah. thing at Midwestern, where you have to hit like selling gpa and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, exactly.
0: So uh, it's funny that you say, you know, uh, you know you didn't end up getting to Shoal and you're at AZ Pod now at Midwestern. Yesterday, Jill yeah. and I were talking and she kept saying, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, hey you know i'm
1: a firm believer in that (laughs) and
0: so yes maybe it wasn't meant to be maybe you you needed to be in arizona and be that uh be that female podiatrist down in phoenix you know who knows yeah
2: Yeah. because i got married i did my master's if i got into shaw i don't know how i would how i would have got married yeah (laughs) if maybe i wouldn't have gotten my master's yeah
0: right for sure how is it how is it now you know with being married and uh, having kids during school and everything how, how you've been able to manage all that
2: so communication is key it's important to have your partner on board because I'm gone I'm gone like a full-time job and even when I'm home I have to like do my logs um, prepare for presentations when the pandemic hits you have like other things to worry about like because every day was was like changing curriculum i should say standards but with the hospital so it's important when your partner is on board and they know the commitments that you have otherwise it's it's hard
0: for sure yeah
2: um i have my mom helps me with jenna so oh,
0: there she you go. watches
2: her that's another thing why maybe God <laughs> didn't let me get into show like yeah. That <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. How how um, old is your daughter?
2: She's ten
1: months.
0: Oh, only ten months. Oh, cute. Yeah. Cute.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so how has that been with externships? Now I know you you were all the way in Dallas, which is pretty far from you Ultimately, know Arizona. really hard
2: to king. Yeah. I was crying all. This is bad. I should not be saying this, <laughs> but I'm saying it so the mom who I'm going to get through this, they yeah. hear it. Yeah. I. So me and my husband, we did not fly. We drove to Dallas, and he flew back so okay. I can keep the car. Yeah. I I was I just had that straight face throughout the 16, 20 hour drive. <laughs> it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, and yeah. then you call her and we FaceTime the baby and. And then you, you hear harsh comments. And again, I'm saying that from the moms out there. Oh, so you don't get to teach your, your baby them first words. Or mm. you don't get to like help help them take them first to steps. So at the end of the day, I just need to remind myself that I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for my family. For sure. My patience has been really motivating like, they see me, oh, thank you for helping us today. Thank you for listening. So I, it reinforces it that purpose. Yeah. So that what makes it easier.
0: Definitely. But it's hard. Yeah. I, I bet. I mean, I, I know me and Jill don't have to go through something like that. I mean, yeah. and most, most, uh, you know, students who come out of undergrad and go straight into uh, podiatry school or any graduate school, you know, we don't necessarily get married and have kids, you know, but it's it's like uh almost inspiring to see people like you because we have a couple of students right. in my school who have uh you know who are married and who have kids and who not only have one kid but they have like two or three and somehow they're oh managed God, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I ask the, those people how are you guys doing it. I am doing with one
0: <laughs> yeah for sure. No I mean it's 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 tough it's tough to balance, you know, work uh which is school for us and then as well as Uh, your family too. So it's, it's a different experience. And I'm glad that you were able to come on and, you know, share that because we don't necessarily see that always. And you're the first guest to be able to share that with us as well, too.
2: Right. I'm glad because that's the other thing. I went on YouTube trying to find medical school moms and how they did it. I, I just saw videos of things for joining me on my journey, but they never told me how they went to school. <laughs> how are you guys yeah. studying or doing rotations with a baby? Yeah. And we do have two um, female podiatrists. They have professors on campus. Yeah, They teach, but it's, you try to ask them, but sometimes as, as a professor, even though like at Midwestern, they, we have that open door policy, as a student, you are more, like, conservative. It's not like when you talk to a student like you. Yeah, yeah. Also, they went to school, like, a while back ago. It's, like, different. Everybody's circumstances different, so.
0: Yeah, well, hey, I mean, maybe you can be the first one to start it. You can start that YouTube channel. <laughs> be the first podiatry mom.
1: Yeah. Inspire, uh. inspire an army of podiatry. Entry moms and <laughs> medical moms.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, hey, you finally. I think. I think that's what you should do. Who knows?
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will consider it.
0: Yeah. Well, going back to going back to your journey into podiatry, tell tell us what exactly about podiatry that kind of stuck out to you. I know a lot of us that talk about podiatry and the career. Uh, in the field after residency and everything, you know, it's a a life where you can make your own schedule. You can have a family Mm -hmm. life. And I know you started your family early. So tell me a little bit about what stuck out to you about podiatry and how that fits into who you are and what you envision to become in the future.
2: So as I mentioned earlier, I knew since day one, I wanted to be a doctor. So that was my main motivation. As like, okay, a podiatrist, I will be a doctor. I will not only be specialized in, say, the gut or the bone, like an orthopedic. I'm specialized when I'm doing a surgery. I will be doing, I will take it from the skin all the way to the bone and then all the way back out.
1: Yeah.
2: So when it comes to schedule and how do I, so I'm learning about podiatry as I'm doing it. Yeah. And maybe that's, I consider something unique about me because I don't have someone in the medical field. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who's a podiatrist. Like when mm-hmm. I got into school, I have no idea about the schedule. I've heard that, oh, you can make your own schedule. You can still... So, Again, I'm learning about podiatry and how other podiatrists are doing it as I'm, like, diving into the field. Like, Dr. Solomon in New York, she she was live a few days ago,
1: yeah.
2: and she was talking about um, how she picked up three different jobs. So wow. that was, like, a yeah. possibility. I'm like, oh, wow, I've never heard about this before. I've heard about, like, um, doing nursing home by itself, but I haven't here. Or I'm doing mobile Uh, medicine by itself but I have it here of someone like who did like multiple things and then she mentioned there was no cap and she's doing her own schedule so I guess as I'm going through the field I'm learning more and then I'm keeping. I'm keeping my choices open, and I have not made a decision for myself of how I will fit, how much time I will commit.
0: For sure. Yeah. No. I that think that
2: answers your question.
0: Yeah. No. I think uh, podiatry is an ever-changing field, and because it's continuing to grow and continuing to uh, expand, uh, as we go through school, as we go through. Um, Uh, you know, residency and everything like that, we're going to only learn more and more. And then our practice and the way we work is going to be drastically different than, say, someone who's already working and has been working for 15, 20 years, you know? So everything is going to be consistently changing. And it was something that uh, even me and Jill were talking about, you know, like, she's a first year going into becoming a second year and we're both fourth years, you know? When we are third year residents, her class will be the one... Uh, coming into residency, you know, yeah. and it's right. like it's it's like interesting to see how the community is always close knit, and you know, things keep changing, yeah. keep things keep like, you know, evolving. And as we go on, we you know kind of work with each other, uh, give ideas to each other, and I think this is good. This is a representation of three different schools in three different parts of the country that are mm-hmm. coming together no, on no. this podcast. So yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so. I wanted to ask you and for those who might be listening who's who are interested in going into podiatry, give us give us a couple of reasons as to why people should choose AZ pod. You know, I mean, I don't know <laughs> I don't I personally don't know much about it. I only know a decent amount about Kent State, obviously, because I go there and I know some about Shoals since I applied there. But yeah, tell us tell us a couple of things that you would want students to know if they're choosing to come into uh, your school.
2: So I will tell you why I chose my school. Okay. And maybe those my reasons, some people will find them why they should go to Midwestern as yeah. odd. Um one, the open door policy. So you can walk into any professor's office and if they are there you are able to talk to them. That's the one thing we are very proud about at Midwestern. Um, the other reason why I personally picked Asquad is that this uh, the class size that was very attractive selling point to me. Yeah, you know, our class is small. It's a small number, and I felt like I will get I will get the the attention I need as a student. It's not like I don't have to share the the amount of resources, my professors with like a hundred student maybe. For sure. At the time the class was 30 students. Now they are looking to increase the class size, but I think the number they are going for is still small relative to
1: like a hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what does um, the schedule kind of look like in terms of classes and how they're set up and um, what kind of classes you're gonna be taking throughout the years?
2: As a first or second year. First and second. So first you, you take um, physio, biochem, anatomy, and uh, pod med. Okay. And so physio and anatomy, those are like physio that was one and two, mm-hmm. biochem one and two, one and two or maybe three. I think one and two. Don't quote me. It's been <laughs> ages. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. And then anatomy that was one and two as well. So, and then we have, so our oh, anatomy, you take, obviously, the lab and then the ultrasound workshop. Okay. So we, we, you, we easily go from 8 or 9 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, and then we have summer classes. Mm-hmm. And then you go into, oh, and then we have the beast the neuroscience
0: yeah
2: (laughs) that guy yeah i just finished neuroscience and i can agree i can't (laughs) forget about that but it is a mean yeah um and so that's from first year second year we we dive into farm path my and then a bunch of like podiatry classes
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, again, path and farm is one from three, and then Michael one and two. This is way more like, it's closer to my memory.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And um, and then you you move into summer two, which is like all about an ideology and all of like the bottom, bottom, podiatry, orthopedic. Yeah. And then we take a break from two weeks to study for boards, and then we take boards resume classes while trying to apply for externships Mm -hmm. and then we jump into externships
0: so do you guys have that's
2: kind of you
0: guys have clinic do you guys have clinic during third year
2: Uh, we have a clinic even on first year
1: oh okay we
2: started on a clinical life early on Okay. Um we we go um to Home West clinic, there is at least two of them, and then there is one clinic. We have the school clinic, and then we have one other clinic with the DO student. We participate in like um, special Olympics events, we part like a lot of a lot of things that the school is involved in. Okay where you, you start practicing your your clinical skills like H HPI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those things like quickly early on.
0: Yeah. All mm-hmm. the things that you need to know when you step into a clinic. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: Which For I sure. didn't know
1: at the time,
0: but <laughs> Yeah. You
1: um I know I know that you mentioned that the class size is small. How small is your class size specifically? So from class
2: twenty one we were thirty.
0: You okay. have thirty. Wow. Upped okay.
2: 30. Yeah, but now they upped the they up to the class size. I think now they are 40 and they're trying to increase it. But okay. I, we have nowhere near 100 yet.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. We, yeah, we start at 125 at Kent. <laughs> wow.
1: Well,
0: yeah, so we start off pretty high. And I think Shoal is the second highest, right? At yeah, we've 90. got
1: like around 90, 90 something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, going back to what I said in the beginning, I know I told the listeners I would drop the names of the other schools. So we've got three down so far. And I said that I was in Philadelphia, where the, one of the other podiatry schools is, which is Temple uh, College of Podiatric Medicine. And then you have one in New York, which is mm-hmm. the uh, podiatry school out there. Then you have Berry University, which is in Miami, Florida, for those of you who mm-hmm. love the beaches and who love Florida weather. And then we have one in uh, Iowa, in Des Moines. And then we have the two California ones, which is Western College of Podiatric Medicine. And then you have Samuel Merritt, which is California School of Podiatric Medicine. So those are your nine. And then your 10th one, which Jill mentioned earlier, which is going to be your newest one, is going to be in Texas. And so I think they're also expanding into the South, which is good. So I think we've covered pretty much every corner of the country, right, guys? I would say so. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. I think we need to like we need to bring it all together and like make a make a bunch of podiatry schools so that we can we can uh, show everyone what podiatry is all about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining us and sharing with us a little bit about your journey, a little bit about why you chose podiatry and how school has been for you. And we wish you nothing but the best going forward during your externships and uh, at interviews and also hope you land a residency where you know you want to go and where you you. where your family is able to be there with you as well too so thank
1: you guys
0: thank you yeah so actually before we finish this off we like to do a rapid fire question session and i need like fast answers are you ready
2: (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready go for it all right
0: (laughs) If you could pick one bone in the foot that's your favorite bone, what would that be?
2: Navicular.
0: Navicular, okay. What about your favorite muscle in the foot? Uh,
2: Hallucis longus.
0: Hallucis longus? yes which one flexor or the extensor extensor, extensor okay.
2: i <laughs> always give the attending half
1: answer <laughs> like,
0: <which one? laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, well i guess i had to make sure so the listeners know that there's a difference between the flexors <laughs> and the extensors right yep so this is a question we've never asked anyone before but i it just came to my mind so i figured i'd ask so okay. if you could have one person come on this podcast for an episode who would that one person be i know you're active on social media on instagram so also follow her on instagram but who would that one person be if you could choose that one person
2: um i would say um i can't say their individual names but they have a page on instagram uh, it's called step into podiatry okay and nice. I just think this is just the right time when to invite them. <laughs> yeah. they, they have they have invested so much energy on their page. Um, they have amazing schedule. Um, Tuesday trivia and motivational Monday. It's I just enjoy the story and the stuff that they put together.
0: For sure, yeah. So Jill, let's okay. get on it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's let's on this.
1: our to do list. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's on our bucket list now. So we got to make it happen. you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us and listening to us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Follow us on Instagram at SoulPurpose20. And, uh, you know, continue to listen to us and hope you're enjoying the episodes. And hopefully soon we can get more guests that you guys enjoy. So see you all soon. Thank you, guys.